0: Filibuster, filibuster freestyle, filibuster, filibuster Watch freestyle. out for the filibuster. <laughs> filibuster. Freestyle. <laughs> filibuster freestyle. It's the filibuster freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. Okay, ladies and gents. Big news. I'm the, filibuster freestyle is back in Massachusetts. I am in the home of the man you've all come to know and love. From the phone calls, walking around, going to McDonald's, I've cornered him in his own living room. Andrew Patterson joins the podcast.
1: Gavin, you know, I just realized this. This is back where it all Mm -hmm. started. This is- I was going to
0: say that, and I'm glad that you did. So the first podcast I have ever done, Andrew Patterson said, hey man, I figured out how to podcast. Somebody uses this app called iTalk, and he does some Formula One racing podcast, and we got to do a podcast. And I was like, I will be there in five minutes or whatever the reasonable time was. And what's crazy is you get a lot of heat. Phil Buster Freestyle, by the way, if you didn't check the theme song. Yeah. Anyway, um, you get a lot of heat from myself and Roscoe P. as like the guy who doesn't come prepared for the production. And then obviously you just, you vamp and you make it work, which is yeah, right. But you, the fact that you were the guy who figured out how one could actually record and upload a podcast Actually, he's brilliant.
1: There's a sweet little taste of irony in there, yeah. isn't there? like but, you're but,
0: not the technical guy. Like no. you're not.
1: I'm an ideas man. Prepared, I'm an ideas man. Yet
0: you, and by the way, I am cracking a Wegmans Black Cherry Vanilla Sparkling Water. Unofficial sponsor of the week. Is this your official, and we'll get into it, is this your official beverage of choice lately?
1: Um. Yeah, I've not had a drink in the new year. So, well, I mean, you mean like an alcohol, alcoholic, alcoholic right? Alcoholic beverage. And by the way, year.
0: I love seltzer water, and this is very tasty. So that's our official sponsor of the week. I'm jumping around. And I
1: actually believe Gavin called it fancy. It before. Did you call it fancy before we started? you say, saying, oh my, this is fancy. I don't know. And, that, right. and we're
0: jumping around for the same reason. Is that my my mind is all over the place. I'm on the end of day five of a brand new job. I'm not Congratulations. Gonna talk much about that job yet. I didn't talk much about my old job. Yeah. For the last five years, so I don't really want to break into day five of the new <laughs> job and be like, hey, everybody, this is what I do for a living.
1: Let me tell you about Tina. She's a secretary.
0: <laughs> right. There is not a secretary. person The person's name is not Tina, but in this fictitious world you've created, sure.
1: So I'm just saying that would be a terrible decision.
0: Yes, exactly. So anyway, I used to have a job in North Carolina. I now have a job in Massachusetts. It's back where I was born. You live in the town that I grew up in, and we are back where the podcast essentially where our podcasting career yeah. quotes, air quotes, um started. So this is off to me back here. I think uh
1: for those of you I want to make we like haven't
0: a- done a live pod in forever, by the way. It's it is like con- weird, but it is ahead. very
1: weird. Um I was gonna make a uh, Pearl Jam Ooh, reference. Please do. Okay. So if you were a big Pearl Jam fan back in the day, I remember like the first real little music tidbit I learned and like took to heart, like yeah. and like thought like I had super insider knowledge yep. was that the members of Pearl Jam or at least a couple of them had been in Mother Love Bone.
0: Yes, Mother Love Bone. Beforehand.
1: Uh, which was had, you know
0: Hunger the, Strike. Uh, oh no, uh, uh, the guy Star who died. Dog, yeah. Yeah. Stardog Champion. Stardog Champion. Star Dog Champion.
1: Um, but I remember learning this in maybe like sixth grade, seventh grade, and being like, wow, this is like I have insider music knowledge. The Mother Love Bone to Pearl Jam for the filibuster freestyle mm, mm. is a little podcast called Bury the Lead.
0: Bury the Lead. Probably about eight episodes, yep. if
1: that. The The premise was that we would make small talk and then tell the most important story like in the somewhere middle. Somewhere
0: in the middle of the, podcast. the, middle of the and, podcast. And it was the summer of 2014, so we literally tackled such things as like the Ebola outbreak yep. in, in um, Western Africa at the time. Um, I believe Ferguson happened that summer. Yeah. There was a – fever Ferguson, Missouri. Um, there was a Ukrainian airline jet shut down, which, you know wow, – here's this in,
1: is all coming back, yeah. Yeah,
0: here in 2020 or late 2019, there was a little bit of that, unfortunately, too. So we tackled that stuff, but we would basically, to his point, Andrew's point, chit-chat for a while and then all of a sudden be like, <laughs> speaking of Ebola, here's the main part of the yeah. show. Yeah. So the filibuster free sale evolved from that, and you're right. Uh, Pearl Jam's a big thing. My other love bone was not as, as – Certainly lasting of a thing. No. And the, the Bury the Lead didn't last very long, but all of our <laughs> friends here at philobosbyfreestyle.com are sure glad we did that.
1: Our Ukrainian air crash conversation was our star dog champion. It was. Yeah. It was.
0: And again, uh, go back and, and try to find that on SoundCloud, I think.
1: Could be there. And
0: Jeremy uh, Johnson, by the way, we have all gotten very used to and we all celebrate Man Cook Good CEO Jeremy Johnson ranting and raving on yeah. his way home from work in Los Angeles. But the first time, so you and I did a couple, this is a weird deep dive I didn't know we were going to do. Yeah. You and I, Andrew Patterson and I, we were doing like really light stuff. And even the Ebola stuff, we weren't getting super angry about it. We were just trying to kind of make some yeah. points about whatever. Um, and I can't remember them, they were six years ago. But we had Jeremy on, and he started getting the way that Jeremy is now on the pod, but we were yeah. so new to it we were just kind of like, wait, we're not ready for this yeah. kind of heat. This is some heat. <laughs> and so, again
1: – You have developed your ability to, to parlay that over the years into what are just memorable guest appearances by Jeremy now.
0: Unbelievable but, um, stuff. Yeah. Unbelievable stuff. So I do actually have show notes today. And by the way, folks, you can go on filibusterfreestyle.com and look up the blog, the show notes, if you want to get some, some semblance of how the heck we prepare the show. But we're going to hit a couple things. But first – Places listening. Number one, Paris, France. All right. The USA is number two. Australia is number three this week. Egypt, Canada, Russia. Hello. Indonesia, Ireland, and the Ukraine, the aforementioned Ukraine. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Paris, Springfield, Mass., Sydney, Australia, Cork, Ireland, Cairo, and Toulouse in France. All checking in. Ah, Toulouse. Wow. Toulouse. Is it Toulouse or Toulour?
1: You know. know, I don't
0: know. My French pronunciation is. Les Incompetents, (laughs) which is unfortunate because my number one listening area in the world is France. Really out there's a hint of irony there too, sir. There you go. Uh, Anyway, you're back. First time in 2020. You and I have both seen a lot of changes since you were last on the freestyle. Yeah. Uh, I've gotten married. I've moved. I've started a new job. But you've seen a lot of changes since we last had you on at the end of 2019. We'll get into that. But first... Did you happen to catch Jeremy Johnson, this is two weeks ago, and to his fairness to him. Okay. Feeling that the reset in his mind of the Red Sox roster, while painful to fans of Mookie Betts and others, was ultimately something that makes sense because it would have been crazy to kind of perpetuate the luxury tax. Do you feel like do you agree with that? Or do you feel like, and believe me, you have the benefit of some extra time yeah. that the Mookie Betts trade and subsequently all the grandstanding after it? is complete horse manure, to use a phrase.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. 100%. Or on, on I somewhere think, between. you know, I know. I think Jeremy would probably rescind a bit. He took a real glass half full
0: look two weeks yeah. ago, and the Red Sox management did a really you good know, job of burying Natalie,
1: Which is really <laughs> unfortunate for Jeremy, because he does not take that glass half full approach. No, I was shocked he was okay. Stunning, stunning. The
0: only reason I even wanted to do a Red Sox pod, because I was tipped, was that Jeremy Johnson was like, I've got a, I've got a glass half full for you. And I'm like, yeah. oh, no, I'll call you. <laughs> but no, poor Jeremy, John Henry, doubled down on Red Sox spin cycle 103.
1: Yeah. And you know what? I, I, I. So what do you got? Keep, Sorry. What kills me about the, the, the luxury tax, and baseball needs to get rid of it, okay? But that it's still like John Henry in Nesson, in the Fenway Sports Group, pulls in, what, $6.5 billion a year. A lot of money. They pull in a lot of money, and the
0: payroll is what okay. two hundred and thirty million.
1: Yeah, and it's
0: also a lot of money to guys like you and I.
1: Do you know what? Like, and here's the other thing. Like, take um, soccer fans in England. Yep, they just demand their team loses money. Right. They do not. There is no like soccer teams that are successful and have big fan bases do not in England turn to their fans and go. We think you're really gonna like this financial flexibility that the team has. Right. They there there would be a riot. Correct. American sports fans accept this. We're just like, yes. They do. I, I enjoy the sport, but I also love business.
0: Right, right, right. You know what I like? Some sharp business acumen. Yeah. The old front suite, we, the old corner
1: suite. These owners tell us, just tell us everything, and we're like, Bob Kraft has to be called Mr. Kraft. Right. And right. so, like, I'm hesitant to ever take the side of the owners in anything, okay? Um, yes.
0: I definitely choose millionaires over billionaires any day of the week.
1: 100%. Except for um, billionaires
0: listening. Cut me a check, I'll change my mind. Uh, Filibusterfreestyle.com approved.
1: So I was never going to to, like to, to, decision, to to like this decision. To get rid
0: of, as Bill Simmons has said, the greatest field position player in Red Sox history since Ted Williams'
1: argument. 100%. Um, and they've botched their explanation so many times, too. Ugh. What I will say is there is a reasonable explanation to not give Mookie Betts 12 years like he asked.
0: Yes, at, at uh, $42 million or whatever it was. Yes. Sorry.
1: Okay. I can see sitting down and having a conversation being like, do we sign Mookie Betts for 12 years? Like yes. at the end of this, what is this guy going to be? Right. But that average annual value, offer it to him over 10 years. Right. You know that what I mean? Was, like if he wants
0: – Right. My thought was truncate the contract, give him the $420 million. Yeah. Say, Mookie, you know what? 42 million a year, 10 years, 12 years, whatever it was, sorry, doesn't work for us, but we're going to give you the same amount of money and we're going to do it in like nine. And we'd rather just not have you not be effective for way too much money for three extra years later and we'll pay you over market value now, which means he'll take the deal.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think there was negotiation and talking that could have have been done that didn't happen. Whatever that is.
0: Sounds like they were, you know, $112 million off
1: correct of each other correct but Which, only two
0: years off so i just feel like you could have at least gotten 50 to 75 there is million a closer.
1: conversation to have be had there there's there's a conversation to be had like there.
0: for instance and this is complete you know you and i had plans to do this at six o'clock tonight and i called you at four and said hey can i come at f-, or i called you at three can i come at four and you were like that'll work for me and if you had said sorry dude can't do it i would have said okay then plan b was sunday sunday works yeah but like there was a conversation to be had. Now, our conversation was free. I got some s-
1: seltzer out of it. It's a lot lower stakes conversation. But the point
0: is we've done business together for yeah. long enough Right. where I felt comfortable being like, hey, man, I'm not trying to pull a fast one. Something came up. Couldn't the Red Sox have been like, Mookie, okay, now that we know what you wanted and we know that we screwed up the re-sign last year in it's mm-hmm. training, okay, let's have a conversation. Instead, they were like, nope.
1: Nope, we're going to trade you. And,
0: gonna, and it's Operation get rid, of da- get rid of David Price's contract.
1: That was that was all it was. And and that is unacceptable as a baseball team, and especially in a market like Boston. If John Henry wants right to do that, you, you go buy the Kansas City Royals. And the part no offense said, to Kansas City Royals. No, no, no. But 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 I'm the part you said is market. that it's
0: unacceptable if you're a baseball team if you're the Boston Red Sox.
1: Yeah. There are
0: four teams in the league that can find a way to eat David Price's salary. Some way, somehow, without getting rid of their best player in 60 years, mm-hmm. the Red Sox are one of them, and that's and that's the point, and that's why I've been saying and you've been saying and one of my favorite follows on Twitter, Red has been saying, sell the team, sell the team. Now Red said sell the team if you get rid of Brock Holt, which they also did. <laughs> yes, I've been saying Mookie Betts. I feel like that one's a little bit more, you know, strategic, strategery. I'm so bummed out Mookie butts is gone. That's it's, cr- it's crushing. Bury the It's crushing. the lead. It's crushing. In honor of the yeah. old show, the real story here is how bummed out I am.
1: So, I, I um, you know, I, I, I will still go to the Red Sox this year. Of I will still watch you, the Red you, Sox You're a big time year. fan. I, I will say, though, my form of protest is going to be when they make the, you know how they, not the jersey, but the t-shirt? You can get yeah, the shirzies. The shirzies.
0: The they call them in the business.
1: Okay. I will be getting a Mookie Betts Dodgers jersey and wear that to every Red Sox game. Love it. That I go to this year. That reminds... That is not going to mean anything to anybody but... But you. But that you is, about it. That is...
0: Right. However, I guarantee you... that. Let's say you go to five games. Yeah. I guarantee you'll have at least one to three meaningful convos with strangers about how much they miss Mookie bets and yes. how dumb the Red Sox ownership is.
1: It's just horrible. I mean, like, even when they try to spend trading for, for prospects... The whole point of trading for a prospect is that you eventually get somebody like Mookie Betts right. to build your team around.
0: But you have Mookie you Betts it. already. You had it. You had, it. You had, it. You had it. So you gave away the best two players in the deal. One who you didn't want to pay anymore. For a right. guy that you didn't want to pay in 10 years. But who you could have paid fair market value for for the first six and felt great about. And maybe
1: one like another World Series could or Could have gotten a couple World Series. You're telling me you don't have a couple more World Series. You Tires get at least one. like
0: so anyway, I'm completely bummed out. Any other takes on that? I mean, sell the team, right?
1: Sell the team. That's, Do you think they will sell the team? No, they will not. Again, it's like uh, between uh, the whole the Fenway Sports Group. It's like it's billions of dollars that, that pulls the, that they pull in. Wow.
0: Well, that's a bummer. Okay, segue. Yeah. I got married. You were there. I'll briefly, and we'll get into that later. However,
1: yes. it was it was. Let me let me say in all sincerity, a, a great ceremony. Cool. Just a wonderful wedding ceremony. You Thank know, you. What, what, I mean,
0: what was it? Because honestly, when you're sitting up there, and like until recently, neither one of us had ever been married before. Yes. And I've been to a million weddings, and you've been to a million weddings, and I remember some of them better than others, obviously. But when you're sitting up there, all you're trying to do is not either like laugh, c- cry, or have your brain fall yeah. off. Like,
1: <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine.
0: So what was it like being 100% sober and 100% like you knew you are only there for the short term? For the ceremony and a little bit of the cocktails. So, like, yeah. Well, I mean, thank you for saying it was nice. My yep. wife did all the work. She's the best. What? By the way, Chief Finance Officer Cindy Harrington, whose title is yet to be determined. I think it's, like, chairperson of the board or, like. Okay. You know, we got to figure out Cindy's title for the f- freestyle. Anyway, so what do you like about it? What led what, what you to say that? It was, you know, first of all. This wasn't planned, was, like, to, like, no, 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 pump no, no. the tires on my own wedding. <laughs> but my wife, again, did all the work. So let's let yeah. people hear it.
1: Uh, the spa was very nice. Just a, it was like a, it was a nice room. Yeah. Um, but the ceremony itself, in the way Doug ran it, was just you guys. It was there cousin was Doug not Brown,
0: a, by the way, cousin Doug Brown, no the Ra-
1: pundit, uh, pundit oh, and cousin, yeah. my cousin, um, was yours. Yeah, he ran a good it was ceremony. You, it was you. In in your vows, were you guys like and and just there wasn't that pop and circumstance that even you you find in a lot of things. Mm. It was just like, hey, this is. Just two people. We're getting married. You know what I mean. You did not turn it into like a dog and pony show. A dog and pony show, which speaks to my. Yeah, you've
0: got a zest. You've got a zest for. I don't want to say simple, but like. Um, yeah, what? no, because
1: that's what. And I wasn't going to the point. Simple. Let's get was, to It was, and, and even get to the point is unfair. It was just like clean. Hey, like you. I think you mentioned it in maybe your vow, like. You went the first time you guys went out, you weren't even saying, What was it like? We I mean, weren't even on a date. Yeah. date.
0: We were, were on a non date.
1: Yeah. And so, like, when you get little pieces like that in a wedding ceremony, like, then the right. wedding, the ceremony is about the, the people and not just like the institution of the process. Oh, look at <laughs> us. You know?
0: <laughs> that's awesome. That's 100% true. And that's kind of what we were going for, which was like, we'd been to a million, again, Hyperbole. Yeah. Been to a million weddings and here's what we liked and didn't like about all the parts that you have to do. Right. So you have to have a wedding or not. But once you decide you're going to have a wedding, you have to have a ceremony, you have to have a cocktail hour, you have to have, you have a band or a DJ, you have to have whatever. It's so like we took a look at all the have to do's that we were willing to do. Yeah. Try to think of the things we liked and didn't like about weddings we've been to and then like found what was, a, a, I think, worked for us.
1: Yeah. So and I'm glad that sad. you enjoyed it, it very it too. good. Yeah.
0: Cool. So the other cool thing about you, uh, or any of the the guests of the wedding, and I may turn this into a mini segment of, um, I think I'm going to call it Cocktail Hour Memories. Okay. Is, uh, so like, my favorite part of weddings is Cocktail Hour.
1: It's it's fantastic.
0: Yeah. Because you you get to see the most people, Mm -hmm. you get to run around, you still have the... Um, the looking forward to every like the next five
1: hours of the night right. like once the, you the youth, the youth the youth of the night is still yes,
0: yes the night is still the runway is still long yeah but you've made it through the part that everybody is the most solemn slash nervous for it's you know it's like yeah you know the bride and the groom are nervous I mean the families have a lot at stake just in terms of like again I joked in my vows like you know really glad you showed up you know like right which wasn't supposed to be a joke but apparently it came <laughs> off as one <laughs> Um, but like, so like everybody gets through like the holding of the breath of like, I hope it all goes at least decently to better Yeah. so that we will, can we can enjoy the cocktail hour and we can enjoy the dinner and we can enjoy the speeches and whatever else. But the only time everybody who's a guest gets to really kind of like mingle the heck out of it is cocktails. Yeah. And the worst part for me as again, qualifier, there's no worst part of the day, but I love to be able to move freely and see who I want to see. And the problem is when everybody in the room is somebody that you invited to your wedding, everybody is who you want to see. Yeah, right. So right. you get like 45 seconds to two minutes with them.
1: It's not enough time to be enough. But I mean, yeah. I mean like the great thing about cocktail hour is if you were there, you can have those like five-minute com- yes. like conversations to 10-minute conversations as a guest and be like, that's just enough of that person I want to see.
0: Yeah, like if you bang out 10 of those, because this is the wedding where you knew a lot of people. Yeah. And I think those to me are like – I love going to the plus one. Like Cindy and I went to one in New Jersey. I only knew Cindy and like three other people coming in. I had a nice time. Met some cool people. Yeah. But like that wedding was basically like any five minutes I get is gravy for me because I'm – I'm not trying yeah. to ruin anybody's night. Right. But like with my wedding where you're a friend that I've known a long time and you knew a lot of people at the wedding, there's a perfect cocktail hour for you to like bang in like 10, five-minute combos. Yes.
1: See a bunch of people. And then you'll be able to party with those, like, just say to those people, hey, you know. Catch and you like on the dance floor. Catch you on the dance floor. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. And then you, yes, I would agree. And you know what's a very, I, I when you were talking, I was thinking about, here's like this evolution in probably who you are as a, who we are as people, right? Sure. As right now, I will tell you, the cocktail hour, I would agree, is the best part of a wedding. It yeah. is. It's the best. If you ask, like, me when Ten, I first started going to weddings yeah. 15 10, years 15 ago. 15 years ago, yeah. It was that, like, 2.30, 3 in the morning when... 90% had every of everybody had gone to their hotel rooms and, and the road warriors were it was just the young people and like the road warriors Yep. and uh, that was like that was what like, I love loved the cocktail hour but it was like 2:30 in the morning you're hanging out in some random person's hotel room yep. and like there's you know the, that was that was always a great part of the Yeah like the, the, the capstone yeah. of the evening right right like I met I met the bride's cousin on the dance floor Right now we're <laughs> four like hours ago. Now pack. there's like now there's twelve people in his yeah. Hotel now, room yeah now, his I'm in his, now I'm in his yeah. suite
0: and he's giving me free Jack Daniels and like before yeah. the day started when he walked down the aisle I'm like I don't like that guy's face. Correct. And now we're best 100%. friends and it's been nine hours. Yeah. Right. And that is a very twenty something wedding like highlight. Yeah,
1: that's Meanwhile, how you go to weddings in your twenties. The
0: only wedding that I wanted to be up till three in the morning was and I didn't get quite that far. But is your own wedding because at yeah. that point you don't want it to end.
1: Right. Because everybody oh, tells sure, you how fast sure.
0: it will go and you're like, okay, well, at some point everybody's going to tap out on me. Yeah. So I'm staying up as long as there's
1: people around. Um, any weird or good combos for you? Um, well, I could – can I sell Chris Orosco, uh, Yeah. Throw Chris Orosco under the bus?
0: Yeah, sell him under the – we, we okay. love Chris Orosco on the show or some some like to call him on the show, Roscoe P.
1: Roscoe P, right? <laughs> All right. So in, in Which actually, by the
0: way, by saying Chris Orozco, you just did.
1: I'm going to <laughs> – Let's uh, do it again. <laughs> I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna I'm going I'm going am gonna throw myself under the bus here too. But as you'll hear in a minute, there's an excuse. We were. I was standing with a, a friend of ours, Doug, and uh, his wife, and we were in the back, uh, go, getting ready to go take our seats for the ceremony. And, and Doug says, uh, "Is there a bride side and a groom side?"
0: First of all, if you're 47 years old and you're still asking that question, you haven't gone to enough weddings. There's this always is, a bride side and a groom side. If there's two sides. Just literally facts only.
1: Okay, no, that, I mean that's a good fact, and I should have realized that in the moment. But I
0: have also been in like wedding planning world for the last year and a half, so.
1: And I didn't, and okay. I didn't. It did not. I was like, I don't know. Like there doesn't there. Also, doesn't, not your job to know. No, but there doesn't seem to be like we'll just go. So we went and we sat on the side, and um,
0: this is actually, by the way, keep going. But this is going to remind me to get back to a a story related to the ushers later.
1: Okay. So um, correct. I just didn't see one of any the, of ush- the any of the ushers. Hashtag there. not surprised. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, so we just went and we sat, and you know, ceremony is wonderful. And uh, Doug, Doug at one point says, you know, whether we're here to celebrate the bride, and he points just directly to our side. And this that is we Doug, the, sat. Doug, the officiant. And, and and Cindy's yeah, Doug the officiant and or the groom. And so and you guys you know, were on
0: the wrong side. We were on not the, wrong the wrong side, side not, but you were not on the groom side.
1: I don't right,
0: but like, correct. but like. But like Doug, the, the guest's wife, had never met my wife. Correct. Right. Uh, you guys, She went to college with me. So you guys were there to see me. Yeah. You, you know, splitting hairs. And Doug the officiant, basically with his hands, told you, you were wrong. You were on the wrong <laughs> side.
1: Correct. So going back to the cocktail to the cocktail hour, I'm there talking to Chris Orozco, and I'm telling Chris Orosco this story. Because Chris Orozco... Should I stop saying his name? No, nah, at okay. this point, sell the hell out of there. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> Roscoe is a... Um, is is one of the ushers and so i was like hey you know i didn't Didn't know know where to go didn't know where to go and Roscoe always looks at me and says oh yeah Uh, he goes when doug pointed that out and i just looked at cindy's side the only three people i saw were you doug and his wife and i just thought oh that's my one job
0: yeah they had one (laughs) job so the good news is most people
1: guessed right um so we were in the quote ready room. Can I, can I ask a quick question on this? And here's trivia tidbit maybe for is left, right? Is that a like – Yeah, is typically left
0: tri- if you're looking up at the – call at the stage or the altar or the, okay. the, you know, the, the, main, the main attraction if you will.
1: Yeah.
0: Typically the, the groom's side is on the right Okay. and the bride's side is on the I left. I feel like
1: I should know this because every wedding the bride stands on the left and the groom stands yeah, on the right. exactly.
0: So typically that's how it works and I don't know why. Wouldn't make sense. But it's how it works. So, so the best part about your story of the ushers having one job and not doing it is – so I, my brother is the best man and yeah. I had I said to the people who planned the wedding, the wedding, the staff, like, hey, my brother will stay with me because I don't want to be like alone.
1: Yeah, like, right. That's silly. Right.
0: But I'm also not going to see people myself because no grooms do that. <laughs> okay. And so I was like, but everybody else besides Doug who's the officiant will be ushers. Okay. Okay. So everybody's decided they're having a much better time, hanging out in the ready room, drinking like free beer and just yeah. watching. I think we were watching, a, you know, a college football game or no, couldn't have been. We were watching a college basketball game. Okay, January twenty fifth. My bad. Right. And everybody's really into that and blah blah blah. And so all of a sudden I'm like, guys, get out there and see people, because like yeah. clearly my brother wasn't <laughs> going to do that. Um, and Cindy's brother in law is like, actually. My job is only to seat one person, and that's Cindy's mother. And I'm like, meh, touche. be be fine. Uh, and then Ben's like, well, if he's not going, I'm not going. I'm like, Ben, you're going. Go seat some people. And uh, I'm like, Roscoe, James, Mike, you too. Go see people. I think, and I, I might get the wrong usher. I might give the wrong usher credit, but I think my cousin Michael Hart, on my mom's side, yeah. Cindy might have told me he was the only one who is, like, steadfastly in pictures seating people because like the photographers are taking pictures of people being walked down the aisle
1: being taken and it might
0: be the wrong cousin maybe it was cousin james but i know it wasn't my cousin mike viano i know it wasn't roscoe i know it wasn't
1: ben green okay there you go i like the behind the scenes yes yeah so
0: come on guys so anyway that's okay so uh did you like the food because i had zero food at cocktail hour did you have any?
1: I, I still was not really eating at yeah. that point. So Okay.
0: Which means we'll have to, in a second, segue into yeah. why you, we're not drinking, we're not staying, we're not eating. Uh, correct. But anyway, the food we ordered looked great. <laughs> didn't it, get a chance to have any.
1: You either didn't have any, huh? No. Hmm.
0: I will give you a you fun... You must have had a dinner. Oh, no. I meant at the cocktail hour. Yeah, just at the cocktail I hour. I ate dinner. Yeah. I did. I did. All right. So you hit me up about 10 days before my wedding, and you were like, dude... X happened. Not sure I can make your wedding. And by the way, you did, so that's awesome. Yeah. But tell everybody what you have. What the hell's going on with you right now?
1: <laughs> it's pretty. Um. I mean, I I had thought the other day that like I wonder if my life is real or if it's just like I'm a character on like a Shonda Rhimes TV show in an alternate dimension. Hmm. You know, like that's a good
0: that's a good intro, by the way.
1: So, um, just because this is the second, and the and the other crazy thing is a whole other story that would take yes a but long you, but time. Let's say
0: this in twenty nineteen ish, you got some wild news.
1: Yeah, I mean, life threw a couple of haymakers at me in Already. a span of three hundred sixty five. Twenty nineteen, and so yeah.
0: so the only way to go, we thought, was up.
1: Correct keywords, we thought. So you work like,
0: through that stuff, and you get better, and yeah.
1: So, I don't know where this story starts, but I, I, I guess the story will start, I, I went to work um, on January 14th, yep. and it was supposed to be um, full day professional development. Okay, so no students. No students. Well, the students would be in the building, but I was in a meeting, like, it was just for a couple of English teachers, the 7th grade English teachers. Got it. Um, and so I went in, I talked to myself, I, I set my room up and everything, and I went down to this meeting. Now... I had not been feeling well for most of 2020. I had fallen and hit my head. Mm -hmm. um, And I had just like a headache and and I figured a concussion. And I never went to go to a doctor because I figured doctors was just going to be like, You have a concussion? Rest. And so I was like, I don't need someone to tell me that. Mm -hmm. Um, And at this point, actually, my head had been feeling better. And so uh, we went in. I go into this meeting. I remember sitting and talking in this meeting. And then blink of an eye. I'm on a stretcher, uh being wheeled out of the uh out of the, the school, and I just kind of look up at some guy and he's like, You had a seizure? And I was like, What? i I had a seizure, and he was like, Yep. And then I went back out. Okay. Um Wow. And then I'm I'm I remember again being in the emergency room.
0: And you don't typically have seizures.
1: I have never had a seizure. Okay, so that was your this, is, this is a first. Not to be a jerk, well, that was your first one. This is Possibly my second, but that's okay. a different part of the story, yeah. So, um, bits and pieces come to me in the hospital. By the way, I, I apparently was on my phone and texting and I a lot in the hospital. I don't remember. Oh, yeah.
0: So you I texted don't
1: me. Yeah, I mean, I texted quite a few people. I don't I'm know. Sure. Like, some part of my brain just, like, took over. Yeah. Right? Um, but I go to the hospital. Like, I, I ended up having a what's called a subdural hematoma, which is a brain bleed.
0: Fake brain um, name of the week. Brain, yeah. brain bleed.
1: Brain bleed, right. <laughs> and then uh, uh, probably a concussion too, but the, the big concern was the brain bleed and, and obviously the seizure. Um, but I'm, little pieces of the story come in to me throughout the day. Yeah. And so basically, I, I guess I had been talking and then just like went over, had like a seizure. And so this now, is in front of like
0: your coworkers?
1: This is in front of like seven people. Wow. Yeah. A meeting yeah. of like seven people. Uh, hey. Meeting got canceled after this, so these guys owe me. <laughs> First ones on Andrew. Every, everybody went home for the day, um, but I went and I and I just went over. Um, now most seizures, I guess, are one to. I've, I've learned a lot about seizures. Uh, most bet. seizures, I guess, are one to two minutes. Yeah, uh, I was. Mine was eight.
0: Okay, so that's more than usual.
1: Yeah, that was. That's a pretty long one. Um, I fractured a vertebrae in my back.
0: Just from, like, the movement? And I like think the, just, yeah. like,
1: because your muscles get all tight, yeah. I guess. And Ooh. then just when, and so, uh, and I stopped breathing. Ooh. Um,
0: and you're talking to us now, so that's good news. Like, in terms of, like,
1: how yes, bad that I, I mean, I started breathing the, again. How badly I, that could have gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am talking to, you, when you talk about things that are different, like, yeah, I mean, there's, like, A lot of ways, this because I mean I guess I and and I don't know the exactly what happened and but I think someone turned me on my side and your mouth fills with foam when you have a seizure and maybe that had been what was not what was stopping my breathing and so when I turned onto my side you were fine or not and then you began breathing again I spit it out and then a few seconds later I started breathing again right so but if you look at where this happens you know if I'm at home sleeping on my back like I normally do could be trouble does that happen i don't know yeah if i'm in my car you know like yeah where does that go where does that go and you know did i just like how much of it like yeah so i mean like i almost died right that's that's that's, fair to say that's the fairest way if that thing goes
0: down pretty much anywhere else besides a room full of people that work with you who are at work focused in a school which has resources yeah and they're all like you know yeah, like if you're in a room full of thirty kids, if you're in bed, well, a couple if you're of things. Driving, one, if I
1: was in a room full of thirty kids, I would have the top TikTok of the year, no doubt. I'm laughing because it's really funny. It would be like, and it's
0: really, really, really morbid, but it's really, 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 really funny. But it's I'm also so,
1: probably true. And like, you made the
0: joke, so I'm I love laugh. my students.
1: Gonna, <laughs> I love my students, but one of them would have been like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's, let's, all right, they're seventh graders. Oh, I, oh,
0: man, it's like, I'm, I'm I am
1: glad that I did not expose my students to that. You know what I mean? But well, like, and that's the other part of it is right.
0: like, the, the, if you said, if they sent adults home for the day, Yeah. I mean, again, those poor kids. I
1: mean, they had, I except mean, Except for the like, one
0: kid who would have made it into a monetizable event.
1: <laughs> correct. Listen, there are little parts of this that like, in. It, I don't know like what role they play or how important they are, but they are nice little, like they are like interesting, like like they had the paddles ready. They right. thought I was going to like, yeah. Because I guess you, I, mean, I don't, you, you can't do mouth to mouth on somebody who's having a seizure. Correct.
0: They got to shock you back. So I would, you, yeah. I, don't I mean,
1: know. that's I, I. have not talked to medical professionals about that. I know, like the nurses or whoever was there was like, here we go. We might have to. So, but I didn't. <laughs> but I didn't die.
0: Right. Right. We're, we're literally having this conversation.
1: We are. It so. could not be. And let me tell you, here's Pop. like here, here's the that thing, would be right? wild. Yeah. I mean, like I mean, literally,
0: that's that's we Listen. Thing for me to think about
1: in, in in ways like I I would have been people's story like that's a, like yeah I knew this guy fell and hit his because I had fallen and hit my head and like here I'm a healthy forty year old guy I'm like
0: Dude, it's a
1: concussion I don't need to see anybody brains man brains like I I was, was there's like right there is the this story like and, and you you not it doesn't have to be like yeah I knew this guy forty completely healthy yeah hit his head walked around for two weeks dropped seizure dropped dead dropped dead. Drop dead wow yeah now I'm just like but I do have a bone to pick with people in my life.
0: Okay, what do you got? This is good because now you can like, you can write. I mean, you, you know, you're writing the story is still being written.
1: Yeah, that and, was a hell of a,
0: hell here of a chapter. Is. Here's the chapter
1: after that. Here, here, here is what I'm calling people out. Not a single person in my personal life, professional life, or anybody over the course of two weeks thought, you know. Do you think Andrew has a brain injury? Yeah. I mean, people were just like, no, that's him. Like, I was stuttering. Oh, shit. I just, I, <laughs> I'm not, like, really angry about, about this. this. I apologize for in the podcast, but, by the way, but yeah. I'm not really angry like, about this. Yeah, because i, like, I, mean, I had not to you,
0: and I was still living in North Carolina. I feel like this is the walk back. Like,
1: I would have been a good friend, <laughs> <laughs> but would I have no, no, been. No, probably not. But I, um, I, I probably <laughs> would have talked to you a lot, but, like, the best part is, is, like, yeah, I was stuttering. And, like, Obviously, my brain was not working at hundred percent capacity. So, like, really, it's not anger. It's more like, have I lived my life in such a way that regular me is not discernible from from, like, from significant brain injury in me? I mean, like, do people just must expect that little? Just like, yeah, I mean, it makes total sense that that guy would just pick up a stutter. <laughs>
0: He's just been on one for like two weeks. Yeah. You know what would be an interesting survey that you'll never take is what did you think <laughs> I had done to obtain the stutter aside from being physically injured?
1: Correct. Like, but, but even me, like I convinced myself. Yeah, but that's your job as a human. I was like, like oh, I'm, I'm just tired. I'm yeah. tired. You know what? I'm a little tired. Shoot. And for some reason now at 40 when I'm tired, I stutter.
0: Yeah. And I will say this though, like people's motor skills do diminish when they are incredibly tired. Like if you're sleep deprived, yeah. effort, like whatever it is, and I don't have it in front of me, I didn't know we were going on this direction. Like if you're operating a vehicle incredibly sleep deprived, it's the same as operating a vehicle when you're over the limit mm-hmm. from an alcohol intoxication.
1: You know, don't doubt it. Right. And, and let me tell you, like it's like it's a good thing I didn't get in a car accident in the two weeks I was driving yeah, around with yeah. that hematoma. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things that are like lucky and, and yeah, that sure. come out of that. But speaking of sleep deprived, like, can we talk about some of the bonuses that come out of almost dying? I mean,
0: I feel at this point it would be unfair not to let okay. you talk about that. <laughs> so, well, first of
1: all, first of all, like everything is a bonus. Yeah, Do you know right, what I mean, right. Like Everything is a bonus, and I'll be, I'll, I'll be damned. If, and this is gonna sound so corny, the sun isn't like a little brighter. Oh, sure. Do you know what That's I mean? Like, be. The air isn't a little nicer. Yeah. Like everything is just like.
0: Well, you have that, I could not be here.
1: Right. And so that shine has not worn off for me. Great. Two, there is no sleep like the sleep of a man who has almost died. <laughs> like, I just sleep. Like, there is like, I have not lain in bed once and been like, you're just like, huh? All right. Like, So like, what you, could worry me? Like, well, okay,
0: that's where I thought. I that,
1: don't have that, kids, right? Right. So that's I didn't that's have where kids, I thought you um,
0: maybe were going. Um, was that because literally there's no point in having anxiety about anything else?
1: Yeah. Because, it's like, well, I almost died. Right. <laughs> so, you know what? And what a waste off that anxiety and, like, on all that other stuff mm. would have been. Yeah. I mean, I guess you you need a little not anxiety, but you need a little like stuff in your life that's like, all right, I do have to do my taxes. And but that's not anxiety sitting there thinking about it.
0: Right. You either you do it or you don't.
1: <clears throat> right. And so I mean, I'll still do my taxes, but am I going to sit there and like worry about getting the most back or like Yeah. Totally. I mean, well, it's a lot also a lot easier when you don't have like
0: Right. Right. If, family, had a, like, if you had a family and, you know, that would be a lot different. Yeah. But
1: you don't. I don't. Also, uh, this might not be totally podcast appropriate but you can always take it out this is a pretty good tinder story Tinder date story this is a pretty good like i have
0: right right and you're a big i mean we're all big life is about storytelling because
1: you're a storyteller right
0: exactly but but so like but i will say this um the better especially if you're in the business of meeting strangers yeah uh and tinder is certainly a place where strangers meet and, and you know hopefully they find love and happiness and most likely or whatever they're, they're looking for and most or whatever they're looking for and, and they may or may not most likely ghost each other probably will yeah but but like regardless if you actually get to meet somebody and you need something to talk about and they ask you like oh what'd you do for new years or like how's your winter been going and you can say everything that you just relayed to us on the pod here yeah that's going to probably get you a if nothing else, a great conversation.
1: Correct. And well, and here's the other thing, Gavin, and I want to use this actually to plug something you've talked about doing. Okay. But haven't done. Love it. And I think it would be a great filibuster free, freestyle side project. Love it. And I'm back in the area, so it's and, easier. Maybe. And, and that is, like, what is your go-to story? Oh, what's your story? Yeah, this is what's definitely your even- story. This is a segment where, like, Gavin had talked about, or, or you could go out and meet random people, right? Yeah. Like and, and, and sit what's them down. Your story, like, yep. What is like that's not not like the story of your whole life necessarily. What you go can to, get into What it, is your go to? But story? when you are telling people, yeah. what is your go to story? Yeah, I
0: think it's a great it's a great podcast idea. Yeah, uh, it's a great filibuster freestyle side project idea. What I was what I've been struggling with on that not not struggling but what I haven't figured out yet. And I, again, I think maybe being back in Massachusetts will help me. Is that is a tough one to do uh, when you're not famous, when you're not around friends, and you are a dude, especially an unmarried dude, because people basically think you're probably a serial killer.
1: Okay, That's what you're saying.
0: One of the other life um, tests that I'm starting to do, and Cindy and I have joked about it, is, and again, I want to get back to what you talked about, not the not no, no, issue. No. But a lot of people have mentioned to me that when I have my regular resting face, I don't look like a very nice person. Really? Yeah. People think I'm pretty like just like some angry guy. And like I definitely fly off the handle. I have like a – Yeah. A, a, you know, I'm very emotive. But people think I look like a meaner person than I am as like a human, right? So people don't like – on airplanes, no one says a word to me. Like no – you know, Really? Like I have to like put on the smiley That's face and be like – kind of nice. Oh, it's amazing. And, but my hypothesis is now that I'm wearing a wedding ring, people huh. will be like, well, someone loves them. okay someone puts up with them so then now i think people are going to start making small talk with me which is like if it happens another podcast idea but regardless going back to your thing now that i have a wedding ring yeah now that i'm back in massachusetts and therefore more likely to be surrounded like i am right now in person with the show's pundits i would feel a lot better if like you and i were somewhere we found out like a place where we could be kind of quasi regulars we could actually bring the big podcast mic that I have at my house right now. Yeah. And we could, like, sit down and be like, hey, we're doing this podcast. It's called What's Your Story? Right. And, you know, and then, like, you, me, or me and, like, you know, whatever. Chris oroska use his name for the 9,000 times. <laughs> but we could do a pod with a stranger and be like, yo, man or lady, what's your story?
1: Yeah, And,
0: and Carolina, I just wasn't going to get that done.
1: No. Well, and here's the thing to bring this back to what we were talking about, too, is, like, how many, like in your life, like you get these stories, right? You get your story.
0: Yeah. And sometimes and, some and, people have more than one.
1: And right. Like I you mean, had I mean, a story and now you've got even a better story. It's really, Because, like, the story. It's difficult to talk. I mean, the other one is well, well, what a I mean. one day, right? Well, you, you have like, a lot of other stories.
0: But, like, the one you had until recently, again, a one day story that actually is a much bigger onion to, like, yeah. peel. This one, it's been a bigger story. It continues to be a bigger story. But, like, this one trumps them all because. Again, you almost died.
1: Yeah. And it is like – it is like one of these – like my point, like one of these things, like when you have these things happen in your life, sometimes they happen and you don't realize till much later that that event changed you.
0: Yeah. You're this like, one, you know off like,
1: of the back. Right. This happened like – and I woke up and I'm in a hospital bed and they're like, all right, we're 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 going in probably CT scans. Um, yeah. You know, our mutual friend, uh, Kim. Yep. Was was with me? And, That's right. Like I saw her, and they were like, "You had a seizure." Where this is all very concerning, and you are like, "Oh, something sad like happened." Right, right. You know what I mean? And then, and you don't know because you were out. But I right, and I was out. That's and then the other weird part. Sorry, go ahead. It, all of it happens right, and then you and you you hear all the stories, and you do the right. research, and you talk about these things, and and you realize like. Not only did I like did this happen, but like for me to be walking out of this five weeks later, right. like you see me right yeah, I mean, now, you showed up to my wedding in a suit. At ninety percent is yeah. like
0: no, it's like strong ninety, right? Like it's I mean, you're back in the freestyle, right? Uh, you're back, you're 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 back walking around. You're I mean, I don't know if you're back at work yet, but like I'll be back at work Monday. Okay, you're going back on Monday. Yeah. That's great. So so here we go, the reentry into like what was. You know, a very normal life that then, you know, and the, the part I was going to say, and I don't remember what I said where I paused a second ago, but it was like, you don't remember the most like profound moments of your life.
1: Like, well, yeah. And, and and like, again, like we The moments that changed everything. That's right.
0: Like, sure. And so like, you know, none of us remember our birth. Right. Right. Fair. Right. I don't know what happens when we do go away. So I don't many of us remember our death. Yeah. But in the middle, we tend to remember most of the seminal moments of our life because there were seminal moments in our life. Yeah. Here, our friend Kim and others on your staff, you're like that, part right. of the staff that you're on, they remember these moments of your life, you know, that are really, you know, integral to your life. And they're obviously yeah. big yeah. So my point is like they now have a story too.
1: Yeah, I mean like How I had a that? room full of people think they were watching someone die.
0: Right. And so anyway, it's like, just, they it's just have wild. said to me it's like wild. we
1: thought we're like Yeah. And so, for in oh, many ways, like for them, it's more traumatic, right? Yeah. Who who has the more traumatic experience? because right, you're the, you, the missed, guy who blacks out and right, right, and has the seizure, or people who right, watch it. Like somebody they, they care more about is dying physically,
0: but they clearly emotionally. Right, if that's fair. And then I went through more.
1: Right, and then there's the after effect where theirs is just like, oh yeah, like I'm glad he's I'm glad he's okay, I and mean, they're all glad I'm okay, and they saw that, but like, oh <laughs> well, that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> right, agreed. Right. Lois, lowest lowest standard. Pinching my nose shut, turning the right. sure <laughs> like, Right, we got a chance. Hit him with a steel chair. <laughs> Work on the left knee. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean like. But they have this trauma, and afterwards they have to process that, right? And it's still just like, oh, I saw this happen to someone. Well, then I'm that person, so like right. I don't have to. So do you're getting that traumatizing right. event, right? And afterwards, oh, wow. I just get that. I that that I, I said to someone the other day, like everything afterwards is good. Right. Only good comes from Well,
0: you're from sleeping this well, thing. and and you're pumped up, and I don't want to say you're playing with house money or, or you're
1: on like great. You don't want to be too dramatic, right? But
0: but like. If you feel in your heart or whatever that you are on, you know gravy time and everything. You know, like, like my point is that, like, and you can and you can. I, I think no that's reasons.
1: a really dramatic way of putting it. Basically, like the way I Good, used okay, to look yeah, at it, the me, way yeah, I look at me, it is like there's a lot of ways that could have gone. Yeah, exactly. In a lot of ways, it could have gone worse, and it didn't. Correct. So this isn't gravy time. This isn't like those things didn't happen. Right. That's so, great. Like whatever. Like I don't believe. Like I'm supposed to be here necessarily. Right. Or like yeah. Certainly, God did not do divine intervention for like you know what. Single white guy in his 40s in Boston. Like (laughs) I'm stepping in on this one. (laughs) Like
0: we're gonna need him for the (laughs) 45th. And if he
1: thought I was gonna come out and listen, like proselytizing, like he read the cards wrong. Like he really dropped the ball on that one, God. You know, like I don't believe. Like to get all, like to think about it in all those different ways, does it doesn't accomplish anything, right? Right. So, all you think about is like, I'm here, might not have been, but I am. Like, it's
0: great. And like the fact that the fact that you're sleeping so well is great, and also because you probably just really need the rest, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, I but like the fact that you don't that you've you don't have the anxiety to like prevent you from resting is probably the best, not only the best because it feels great, but it's also the best for you. So, I mean, I'm pumped you're here. Glad to be here. Uh, I'm pumped. I mean, I'm pumped to be back. It's actually very apropos to be back in the home of the bury the lead. Mm-hmm. And by the way, us telling a story about you almost dying like 45 minutes into a podcast. It's burying the lead. That's how you bury the yeah, lead. So, yeah. so we've gotten much better at burying the lead. It's so a
1: mother love bone reunion West, show right, right here. Star
0: dog champions all around. All we're missing is Ella barking or uh, Polly. And there she is, petting yeah, me right, right. nuzzling me right now. But listen, filibusterfreestyle.com, do us a favor. Subscribe to the pod, rate the pod, tell friends about the pod. We're on Spotify. Yep. Okay? We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on SoundCloud. Most importantly, to our friends in Viva La France, we're on Deezer. So tell your friends in France. We really appreciate Deezer. it. Merci beaucoup. Andrew, thanks for being on.
1: Oh, always a pleasure. Always Phil, a pleasure.
0: Freestyle.com. check it out now. Bye, guys.